0: All right, folks, thank you so much for joining us here on the Franchise Radio Show. Today, we've got a special edition for you, folks. We're talking with Chip Baranowski. Chip is the Franchise Development Director over at Boost Home Healthcare. Thank you so much, Chip, for jumping on with us, buddy.
1: Thanks, John. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, my pleasure. Uh, like I mentioned before, one of the things I like to start out with is, you know, really talking about you for just a minute. It's one of my favorite cliche phrases. People do business with people. It's no different in franchising, whether you're talking to them on the phone, in person, or on Zoom. People like to get to know who they're, you know, talking with on the other side. So could you share just a minute of, you know, tell us who's Chip? <laughs> okay, great.
1: Well, it's pretty simple. I'm a Midwestern uh, boy, born and raised uh, in the great state of Wisconsin, Go Pack. Um, and uh, actually uh, spent, uh, spent over 25 years in the franchise industry. Uh, I have a wife of 31 years of marriage, uh, a 26-year-old son, uh, and uh, we live in the desert Southwest now. Uh, we don't have to put up with those long winters anymore. We just have to deal with the four months of extreme heat. But, uh, you know, just uh, I, lo- I love the industry and franchising. And that's why I've been in it so long and, and working with people every day. Uh, in helping them find the dream, which is being uh, a business owner out there. So that's a little simple background of myself.
0: Good deal. Thanks. Yeah, you're not missing anything up here in the North, buddy, I'm telling you. So, uh-huh. <laughs> Well, let's talk a little bit about Boost Home Healthcare. Uh, can you walk us through a little bit about how the company got started, the history, and bring us kind of up to where you guys are today?
1: Sure, sure. So uh, Boost Home Healthcare is part of a, a larger group called Best Life Brands. So they're based out of Troy, Michigan. Okay. Uh, we have a total of four uh, franchise brands uh, in the senior care industry. Okay. So the first one, w- which we're going to talk about here today is Boost, uh, which I'll talk about the history there. But the other ones are uh, Comfort Care, which is our non-medical home care business. They, so they provide uh, help with individuals that are struggling with daily activities of life by bringing caregivers in uh, to help them on a daily, weekly uh, around-the-clock basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this third company is a company called Care Patrol. Uh, okay. They're a placement service. So they're, they're working with individuals that are uh, dealing with a loved one that no longer can function at home anymore and need some sort of senior living uh, alternative sure. to working at home. Yep. Um, so what uh, Care Patrol owners do is when they open up an operation, they go out and seek out the best of the best in senior living, uh, and then when they start working with clients, uh, they sit down with the clients and the family and understand what the needs are for mom or dad, what's their budget, and they're able to steer them through to those locations that would best fit okay. Um And yep. what's great about Care Patrol is the client pays nothing. Actually, Care Patrol gets paid by uh, the, uh, the assisted living center as a referral fee. Right. And then the fourth concept is called Blue Moon Estate Sales. It's our estate sale business. And people yep. go, well, estate sales and seniors, what does that have to do? Right? Perfect. So really think about all those situations where a loved one has passed away um, or maybe one's going into an assisted living center um, and only can take so much of their stuff. And then they have all this stuff left over. My, my siblings and I myself went through this with my mom.
0: Yeah, so um, did Yeah,
1: And so we had to hire an outside estate sale company to come in price everything out, stage everything beautifully, mm-hmm. advertise it in the local market, work the event for us. And then when the event was over, clean up and dispose of any things that we didn't want anymore. So that right. takes a lot of pressure off the family and they can focus on either grieving their loved one or helping their loved one who is now in, a, in an assisted living center. Sure. So what's great about the four brands and we will be adding additional ones later on is if an owner opens up a boost Sure. Uh, they actually will have and we have a comfort care, care patrol in Blue Moon Estates available in the area. Yeah, there's automatically uh, referral sources built in. I know exactly what
0: you mean. That's a great idea.
1: Yeah. yeah. So Boo started, uh, Best Life Reams started looking into the home health care industry over two years ago. Okay. Uh, they, they wanted to get into it, but they wanted to make sure it was the right fit. So they hired an outside consulting group to really dig into home health and, and look at the good, bad, and the ugly to see if this is something that they would want to franchise long-term. So they did the research uh, and decided, yes, we want to get into that. But in order to get into it, we want to acquire an existing home health care agency, take some take some key qualities from that, uh, that purchase, and then franchise the rest of the business and replicate the systems and spread it across the
0: country. I see. Okay, so you're saying that... They- they uh, they intentionally chose what they were doing, did the research and then acquired a company to 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 be able to franchise it. Then this wasn't like an, what I call the accidental franchise route. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So they did it. They, they did it really. Well, what's uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It escapes me. They, they I just like the word in-
0: Yeah. Intentional, right?
1: Intentional that they wanted to do it right. They just didn't want to jump into it. So, so we purchased a home healthcare agency out of LA, California last March uh, called ProHealth. ProHealth was uh, started by two nurses and they'd been running it for over 10 years and built a really good business. And so we stepped in and bought it out. Uh, And then from March until October, we built our team. We mm-hmm. put processes and systems in place, uh, including relationships with our vendors, and we launched the brand in November of last year. Okay. So since we since our launch, we've sold seven territories. Okay. Uh, we actually we so we have our corporate-owned location operating in LA, and mm-hmm. then we just opened in July of this year our first franchise location that is actually servicing yes. patients already, and then we'll have uh, we'll have uh, seven five other territories open before the end of the year.
0: Okay. Good deal. Good deal. Now, let me ask you this, Chip, because of the uh, different companies that are in kind of the the ecosystem of senior, right? Mm -hmm. What's the difference between Boost and Comfort Care? I mean, it sounds to me like just by the names, they do the same thing, but I know that's not the case. Um, What's the difference between Boost and Comfort Care?
1: Great question. And it's a question I get a lot uh, from not only candidates, but from uh, franchise brokers we work with. So the big difference is we're skilled care versus home care.
0: Ah, gotcha.
1: So what Boost Boost does, John, is we provide short-term visit-based care to individuals that are going through a personal episode. So what I mean by that example, my mom, about five years ago, fell, broke her hip, went in for an emergency surgery. She was out of the hospital within 24 hours, Mm -hmm. into a rehab facility for two weeks, and then the doctor wrote her a script for home health to come in and finish off her rehabilitation to help her regain her independence in her home again. Yep. So she had a physical therapist coming in and occupational therapist coming in several times a week for about an hour of time to help my mom complete her recovery at home and regain her independence again. Gotcha. So, so we're hiring skilled employees. So our employees at Boost are typically nurses, physical therapists, occupational therapists. We're on the home care side, it's caregivers, Yeah. You know, you don't need to be skilled. You will go through some training as a caregiver, but, you know, you don't need to go to nursing school in order to be a caregiver. Right. Yep. Um, Our business is Monday through Friday, normal business hours, because, again, I'm not John, I'm not coming into your house at 10 o'clock at night and saying, hey, let's do some PT.
0: Sure, sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So you will have a nurse on call in the evenings, on the weekends, because there will be situations where there might be a need, uh, but it's not it's not every day. What's nice about this business model too is the employee base, because again, one of the biggest questions, John, as you probably hear as well, is the employee shortage today across all industries right now. What's nice about home health is our nurses are going out and visiting three to three five patients in a day. So from a staffing perspective, you're, you're not going to need as many employees as you would if you owned a restaurant that you had open seven days a week, Sure. 365 days a year with all these different shifts. Um, So the business model is a little different there. And then our payer source and how our franchise owners get paid is Mm -hmm. through Medicare and private insurance. Right. Where on the home care side, it's more private pay, you know, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Yep. um, And a long term care insurance.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Thanks for sharing. I knew there was a significant difference. And it's funny the, the way you described with your mom. We we personally went through the exact same scenario with my mom. She had a heart attack, bypass. You know, she was out of the hospital in a couple of days, and then we went through the exact same scenario um, where the occupational therapist, the 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 nurse, the, and it was three four times a week. They were they came to our home, and we had a. It was during COVID, so we had a designated area. You know, we had a protocol for it, but uh, it was all. That's interesting. I, I didn't even really think about. Um, the difference between that, because when we had first talked, thing, oh, boost home health care, comfort care, they, you know, maybe just do the same thing, just slightly different, but that's a big difference. On, I really like the Monday through Friday type scenario because I can imagine, you know, your uh, the other models, it's it's a little bit different. I really, I'm sure that appeals to to quite a few people.
1: Yeah, and it's just about building a team, right? Mm-hmm. So it's having that core group of individuals in your organization. Uh, that are running like a well oiled machine. And again, even if you have a call on the weekends or on the evenings, it's not like you're going out and, and, you know, servicing a hundred clients on a weekend. Sure. Um, Sure. It might be one client that we have to go out because they need a uh, a medication or a blood draw for a test that's coming up. Mm -hmm. So it's going out there and servicing that client within that hour. And then they go home.
0: Can can we talk a little bit about um, like say ideal franchise owner, like who, who do you like to talk with that makes the most sense? Is this someone from a medical background, someone from non-medical? Like where are your folks coming from? Who, what types of franchise owners would make the ideal person for you guys to be talking with? Yeah.
1: Great question. Uh, medical background is helpful, but not needed. Really what we're looking for is what I call a, a C-level executive that has basically been in an organization and helping it grow. Mm -hmm. By hiring the right people, right, making sure you have a good staff in place, a good culture in your organization, a passion, uh, compassion and passion for helping others, Mm -hmm. all right, and then, you know, overseeing the whole operation, and then strategizing about, hey, when is the next time to grow? When's that next person we need to add on? Is our marketing working? Is the community outreach coordinator getting out there and building the right relationships to build up that referral base? Um, You know, is does my operations, my director of nursing have all the things she needs or do we need to start hiring additional people? So it's more of an individual that can oversee, but also is a visionary in the sense that they understand in their corporate world when they were building a business that when they hit a certain level or ceiling Mm -hmm. in their business, they know they need in order to reach that next level, they need to reinvest. And that reinvestment uh, is more people which Mm -hmm. means more money. And they understand that they might take a little step back in profitability. Yep. But when they make that step backwards, they'll make two steps forwards and and grow their business to that $5 million or $10 million in revenue and increase their profitability as well.
0: You know, I want to ask you, Chip, about the the day in the life of an owner, because we Mm -hmm. just described kind of who... Who's the ideal owner? And I'm sure you can talk to just about anybody who wants to open a business, but what's a day in the life of an average owner? Like what, what would they expect to do on a daily basis?
1: Yeah. So in the beginning, it's getting everything set up because in the, in the world of home health, there in most states, there's a special license required, getting the right team members in place. Um, And then starting to build, uh, getting going through Medicare accreditation and certification. Mm -hmm. And then once that's done is is you're also going out there and building relationships uh, with the third party referral sources. So the owner in the very beginning has their hands in a lot of different buckets. All right. But then as they start building the team, they're overseeing things. So I'm having a meeting with my director of nursing every day and going over, hey, what's the caseload? Uh, what new patients have we brought in? Who are we getting ready to uh, exit our care? Because again, a typical episode 60 to 90 days. Right. Uh, you know, have we been following up with the physician and giving them updates on the patients? Um, and then on the community outreach, they're, they're, if they're not doing it themselves, they're having those meetings with those individuals on seeing, you know, uh, how, how are their meetings going? What kind of new context have they made? Are there other areas we want to branch into? What struggles are they're dealing with? So it's really kind of that CEO owner role in managing the two departments and then looking at where uh, where our next growth is going to be.
0: What what would you say, Chip, is the biggest misconception? You know, a lot of times when folks in franchising, they start to take a look at a company, some folks, a lot of folks, right, think that they know something about, about the business or the model. What do you think is the biggest myth or misconception that most folks have when you first start talking with them?
1: Well, the biggest thing, uh, two things. One is that uh, I can't compete with the big home health care agencies out there today. Right. So you have these huge organizations like Encompass. Uh, and down here in Phoenix is Banner Health, that not only have hospitals, but they also have home healthcare agencies within their organization. Right. And how can I compete? How can I get into those hospitals and build those relationships? Well, again, what what our big differentiator is against those big, huge conglomerates out there is we're locally owned and operated. When you call into my office as a boost owner, you're going to be able to talk to a live body and not get caught up in this this maze of press one for this or press two for this and then get directed from one person. No, I don't handle that. I got to go over here. And yeah, I don't know why get, they
0: sent me to, sent you to me. Right? Yeah.
1: And you get lost in this whole thing. And God forbid you do get a person that knows what they're doing and you have to do a follow up. Good luck trying to get a hold of those people.
0: Yeah,
1: right. So, again, we actually in our corporate owned location in California, we're actually working with some of these large home health care agencies because they can't meet the demand. To cover their patients so they outsource it to us mm-hmm. a small home health care agency in the local market
0: right That's number right.
1: two number two is staffing right yeah uh, you know w- you know i hear about all these nursing shortages and uh, and out in the marketplace and you know how you know am i going to be able to find these people because the hospitals can't even find it well again i'm not saying that uh you know hiring people is not a challenge it's in every industry today but again as I mentioned earlier, with our staffing requirements in the very beginning, you, you don't need a lot of employees. Our, our corporate-owned location that's been open ten years and did four point one million dollars. It's in our item nineteen, by the way, in our F. Right, FDA. right. Uh, you know, employees about fifty to fifty-seven employees. Okay. So, and again, remember, you're going to have full and part-time individuals. And, and what's great about Home Health for a nurse? Is a lot of nurses are trying to get out of the
0: hospitals. I, I, you know, I was just thinking that, Chip. I'm thinking that comparatively of what you said here so far in this in this conversation of what does that person do on a daily basis versus what they're doing in a hospital. That was the thing that like struck me, right? Yeah,
1: in fact, I was talking to a nurse the other day, and 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 she was saying she, the reason I'm looking to get into my own business right now is is the hospital is not the hospital anymore.
0: Right.
1: It's a it's a business. Right. Mm -hmm. And the business is to make money. And it's not to spend adequate time with the patients in need. Those patients that are going through a traumatic episode or something. The nurses have, you know, I I use a personal life experience. My son was involved in an accident not too long ago. And we were on the in the trauma ward, and there was one nurse to five patients. And now you're talking trauma. These individuals have gone through some sort of episode. Yeah. Um, but and they have to manage five patients over a 12 12-hour shift and making sure that those pe- those patients are taken care of and being able to spend a little time with them right and making sure they're okay and because a lot of these people are in the hospital by themselves
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's very lonely so a, a lot of the nurses and physical therapists love the ability that hey I'm working with a home health care agency one I have I, I can set my own hours mmm Okay, if I'm an older nurse that's been around a while and I only want to work three days a week, I can work three days a week and I can be home every night for dinner. Sure. All right. And then I get to spend the quality time with my patients that I'm working with and getting to know them a little bit. Yes, I, I have a job to do, but I can spend that extra time with them while I'm working with them on their physical therapy or wound care or whatever it might be to console them and really understand what they're going through and show them that, you know, there's somebody here to help them.
0: That's great. That's great. Thank you for sharing. I, that's that's what I was thinking, like, you know, those myths, misconceptions. You you nailed the one that I was thinking of, which was the staffing one, right? Yeah. It just yeah. makes so much sense. Yeah. Can, I want to shift gears a little bit, Chip, and, and talk just a little bit about the numbers. Can you share with our folks a little bit about the the investment to start up the business? Give us just a, a rundown. Now, I do want everybody on here to make sure that they reach out to you and talk about everything one-on-one and learn yes you know, what, what are they getting for the money and all of that, you know, as, as far as a value proposition goes, but which we're going to talk a little bit about in a minute. Can we, but okay. can you share the uh, the investment information with us?
1: Sure, sure. So uh, our initial franchise fee uh, is $55,000 for a territory. It's a okay. protected territory. Uh, it comprises of a minimum of 200,000 uh, people okay. in that territory, nice 25, 25, 25 to 35,000 seniors. Mm-hmm. We also look at household income and the quantity and quality of referral sources, because sure. that's where the majority of your clients are going to come from. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are part of the vet Frame program and we do offer a 20% discount off the vet uh, for veterans. Okay. And we also have a first responder discount of 15%. And that's first responders is, is, is not just for police officers, firemen and paramedics. We also uh, treat anybody in the, uh, in the healthcare system like doctors or nurses or okay. physical therapists as first responders as well, especially with what, what we've gone through with COVID. Sure. Yeah, they were I on mean, the
0: front lines there, right? Yeah. In
1: addition to that, you need some startup capital because again, you got to get an office open, you got to get licensed, you got to hire staff, insurance, and then you need 12 months of working capital. So what I normally tell people, and again, I've been in the industry a long time, so I'd rather have more money set aside than not enough. Mm-hmm. So in addition to the 55, right around 300,000 in startup and working capital, set aside in a business bank account or a line of credit. Yep. Okay. Now, again, our goal is, as we build, help you build your business, is you'll never use the full working capital that you have, sure, but sure. better to have it than not to have it. Okay. Makes sense.
0: Good deal. Can you uh, walk us through how the training works? Is the training done virtually? Um, is the training done in person? Are they coming to you? You go into them. How does the the training work? Uh, how long is it? And what type of training are they going to be going through as an owner?
1: Yeah. So uh, so we have an onboarding process. So it starts mm-hmm. one after the franchise is sold. I make a nice handoff to our, our team uh, mm-hmm. that will walk you through the onboarding process. The first big thing is, is to find out, are you in a licensing state? If you are. Walking you through the licensing process, the application process, and that's the first thing on the agenda, right? Because again, you can't operate and run a home healthcare business without a license, right? Um, and then why? Once you submit your license, the team starts you through the rest of the onboarding. So it's a lot of virtual uh, training. There's a lot of independent learning as well through our university. And then uh, once you get your license and you're getting ready to open, actually our support team will come out to you. Okay. So we go out for up to two weeks, uh, a week focusing on operations and then another week on sales and community relationships. So it's a combination of both, a virtual uh, Zoom calls as well as uh, in-person training as well. And then once you're up and going, uh, there will be ongoing calls, weekly calls, especially once you're up and running that those first couple months as a brand new business owner are always a little scary when the doors finally open. We've gone through training. Uh, we've got all these things in place and now we get our first phone call in. And how does that work? And, and being I'll, 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 I'll,
0: I'll, there yeah. <laughs> and
1: having those conversations and, and and recapping the week and looking for gaps that might have happened.
0: Okay. That was actually going to be my next question was how does the support work, right? If I'm building the team and growing the business, if I've got that question where, you know, I can't remember the answer, I don't know the answer, it's a unique situation, you know, I've got folks I can reach out to with experience, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Our brand president is very involved in not only running our corporate-owned location, but she's working with franchise owners as well as our compliance officer uh, who has over 40 years in home health um and staffing needs there and then we'll be probably before the end of year adding at least one or two additional uh staff members to help out as we're growing
0: Good, 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 man. I love to hear about growth and franchising. It's kind of in my blood. So, hey, before we get to the closing section here, Chip, I want to make sure we give the folks um, information on how. What's the best way for them to reach out to you if they want to raise their hand and say I'm interested in learning more? Um, do you want them to visit the website, send you a text? What, what do you prefer as far as? Uh, it, it, it,
1: again, I'm I, I might be old, but I, I like technology. So, you know, whether it's uh, going to our website, boosthomehealthcare.com, okay. uh, which has some, uh, not a, it's all our consumer site as well as our franchise development site. You can fill out a form there and okay. either myself or Julie will reach out to you. Uh, you can call my office here at 248-781-8855. Um, I'm always accessible. Uh, you can text me at that number as well. Or or you can email me at chip, my last name, B-A-R-A-N-O-W-S-K-I at boosthhc.com. And we'd love to get some information out to you and and start going through what we call our mutual discovery process. Uh, It's not some high pressure sales pitch, but it's really getting to know each other, what our goals and needs are, making sure you understand what the business model is and what it takes to be a successful owner. And getting you all that information as well as down the road, getting our team to meet you as well uh, to make sure this is going to be a long standing relationship.
0: Good deal, and Chip, we'll make sure to include all of that contact information on the page right underneath this interview as well for you guys on all the channels. Make sure they've got the website, your phone number, your email address, so they can just whatever's most convenient for them, they can reach right out to you. So, Chip, I want to give you the last word here at the end and see, you know, is there anything that that you want you want to talk about? Can you give us just that thirty second to a minute, you know, pitch on why someone should consider the industry and consider your company?
1: Well, again, what I what I tell people is, is the home health care industry is not going away. Uh, the the baby boomer generation, which I'm a part of, is going to continue to age rapidly and it's going to need care. And more and more p- things are being pushed out of the home. And more importantly, guys, you don't need experience in home health. OK, uh, we need people that are, one, willing to learn, willing to follow process, but more importantly, can l- build and lead an organization. Um, and those are the important parts because I get a lot of people saying, well, I don't have a healthcare background. I can't do this. Well, I, I didn't have a franchise background until I got into franchising 25 years ago. Perfect. And since then, I've worked for nine other brands. And, and John, you know this as well because you've been around the industry as well. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's all the same. You're just trying to le- learn the nuances of the, of the industry and what it's all about. And as long as you're open to learning new things and you really want to build a substantial business, that involves you full time, that down the road can give you that dream of, hey, I got a team in place. And if I want to take a week and go to the Cancun with my family, I can do it because I built a successful business and I don't have to report to my boss.
0: That's great. Well, everybody, we were just joined here on the Franchise Radio Show by Chip Baranowski, the Franchise Development Director over at Boost Home Healthcare. Chip, thank you so much for joining us, buddy.
1: Thanks, Sean. I appreciate the opportunity. And like I said, if if anybody has any questions, even if it just you want to discover a little bit more, uh, you know, just feel free to reach out. We'd be happy to educate you a little bit more. Sounds good, buddy. Thank you. Thanks, Sean.